We are the Shy Guys and you're listening to Connect to Host, your co-op and multiplayer gaming podcast. Today we're talking about possibly the first true co-op game we've really talked about in a, in a long while, which is A Way Out from the creator of Brothers A Tale of Two Sons. You'll know him as Jose Fares. <laughs> it's an exclusively co-op adventure that follows two prisoners, Leo and Vincent, making a daring escape from prison. Together with a friend on your couch or online, you'll explore this unlikely bond and work together to overcome any obstacle in your path to freedom. Uh, it's been developed by Hazelight Studios in Stockholm, Sweden, directed by Jose Fares. Uh, and it's available on PC only via Origin, unfortunately, um, or you can get it on the Xbox One and PS4. Now, one of the nice things about this is that you only need one copy, even when playing online with a friend. So uh, you can buy one copy of the game and then your uh, cheap friend can just download the demo and they get to play with you, which is, which is pretty awesome. We're going to be talking about that a bit more later on. Um, so we both played on our gaming PCs. Um, I was the mug that paid for it, uh, and John was the free one. Um, so who did we play as? I was I was Leo, wasn't I? Yeah, and I was yeah. Vincent Moretti. Vincent Moretti. Every time I hear that, I just want a beer. Every time. <laughs> so um, this one's quite an exciting one for us, because you can actually watch us play the entirety of the game over 12, around 20 to 30 minute episodes on our YouTube channel. Um, if you go to shyguys.io, uh, then you'll find a link through to our YouTube channel. But um, we played the entire thing, took about five and a half hours, uh, split over 12 episodes. So you can actually watch it and hear us talking about it in in real time, our thoughts as we played. But for now, John, give us some core game facts about A Way Out. Sure, sure. if you don't have time to go off and watch five and a half hours of video, we'll give you the rundown right now. You're, you're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We'll tell you over the next five and a half hours how it plays. No, no, no. 20 the director's minutes. commentary. We should totally do that. Just watch it and talk over the top of it again. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so um, A Way Out is an exclusively split-screen co-op third-person action-adventure game. So even if you play it online, it's exactly the same as when you're playing it locally. The, sp- uh, the screen is split into two. You can see exactly what the other player is doing at all times, even when you're off on your own. And sometimes the little black bar moves around so you get different portions of the screen. Uh, it's essentially a story-driven experience. I mean, if you've played Brothers A Tale of Two Sons, you'll know the what to expect from this game. It's a very different setting and a different feeling to the story. Yeah. But the, the way it's driven by the story and you go through the game doing lots of different things. You might be doing some exploring for a bit. Then there'll be a little area where you're stealthing past some bad guys. Then a few puzzles you solve together little bit of melee combat then there might be a shootout so you get to do a little bit of everything but you're never really repeating anything too much or too frequently Uh, the story starts with both of the main characters locked up in prison not a massive surprise if you've seen any pictures of the game or even read the title of this episode and you actually start the game by escaping the prison together but the game extends beyond that it's not just a prison bake that's the beginning of an emotional roller coaster ride between the between the characters. There's a whole bunch of NPCs that you'll meet along the way, and there's loads and loads of little mini games that you get to interact with to sort so of flesh out the games. experience. There's a bunch that we missed as well. Some people at work were telling me when you really at the beginning, when you are in the the yard of the prison, you can do press ups and pull ups and, and 
swing on the chains and stuff. You can do loads of stuff all throughout, and I'm sure we only did half of them. But the ones we did do were pretty fun, like throwing horseshoes, trying to beat each other at darts, <laughs> playing a little arcade game <laughs> together we found in one but of the when I found a ukulele and I was just sat playing it <laughs> in a house. <laughs> just so random, but it's nice. It's just... As a co-op experience, it's kind of nice. I think on your own, it'd be a bit boring, but you can yeah. laugh and enjoy it together. So yeah, that's that's the game in a nutshell. I mean, it's pretty simple to describe because everyone's played a third-person action game before. So. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, specifically, I mean, we always talk about co-op and multiplayer stuff. Um, I mean, this, it, you can't play it solo. Well, you can if you've got, two hands which most people do um and, you know you can have two controllers and you can try and do both and i think there are a few videos of people attempting that would not be easy and would not be a fun experience you, you definitely need someone else um and that can be uh, I, I don't think you can even choose randoms like it has to be someone you know you have to invite mm. someone so you can't it's not like a matchmaking lobby or anything like that it is literally you have to invite someone on the platform that you are on be that uh, origin xbox or playstation so i guess there must be forums to help game. finding people to play with but yeah you have I'm to sure. actually actively yeah. find them and become friends with them friends quote unquote before you can play yeah yeah um and i mean stuff like uh, i mean we talked about um uh, we were here too um, mm. And that one, you could have randoms on, and you had like that whole mechanic with the walkie-talkie. There's nothing like yeah. that here. I mean, it just you have an always-on mic connection. I mean, we turned it off and used Skype because that's just how we do stuff when we were recording yeah. for the video and stuff and all that. But uh, uh, it's it's very different to those sort of games, uh, which is amazing because they've sold a million copies of it, which is yeah. more than they expected to sell in the entire lifetime of the game. So <laughs> it's doing fairly well despite this fairly heavy limiting factor of you need a friend which is... and that means at least two million people have played it which is kind of cool yeah, yeah well if everyone's played their copy of the game which i guess 10 percent of people probably haven't they're just sitting on it yeah. and we'll never play it but you know yeah but, but anyway going to the specifics of the game um you've got your two characters um i'll get them mixed up but leo i believe has already been in prison for a mm. chunk of time when you arrive he's been there about six months yeah. Um, and he's got a short sentence. I think it's about eight years, six years. He's got to serve on it. Um, yeah. And then Vincent's actually arriving at the prison on the same day. So, like for the first ten minutes of the game, I'm just milling around the prison doing prisony stuff, um, and John's being led in, uh, which was horrifying. <laughs> I mean, it's it's set in like a seventies style prison, mm. isn't it? It's like it's. Set in the 1970s, yeah. 60s? Yeah, the whole, the whole game is in the 70s, so I mean... And, like, literally, they stripped you and then hosed you down. Yeah. Literally, nothing was left to the imagination. Uh, I was like... And obviously, it's split screen, so I could see everything that John is doing. And I'm like, please stop turning around. <laughs> Just stop, <laughs> stop turning around. It's funny, you say um, that a lot when we're streaming, too, when I'm naked, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> when your wife comes and hoses you down. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh i mean the, the interesting thing about the characters is that you choose at the beginning which one you want to be um but whenever you start the game again it auto saves at various checkpoints you can resume from chapters if you want uh, you get to choose again so if you wanted to you could swap halfway through the game there's no restriction mm -hmm. on that it's no like a save file or anything like that so it's all pretty good um the game does end if a single player drops out 
celibacy, you cannot continue solo. You do need both people <laughs> to play. I mean, literally, there's a lot of gating puzzles to stop mm. you from running ahead of the other person. Um, be that to have like a door that you both need to smack into at the same time, like you just have to press uh, X on your controller or E on the keyboard at the same time to bash through it, um, or whether there's a bit where someone needs to lift you over something. So it's quite clever the way that it, it gates you into certain areas of it. Um, there's only the one game mode, which is play through the, the story. So as we said, it took about five, five and a half hours. Um, you could probably do it a bit quicker if you were rushing, um, but you'll want to spend some time looking at the little details around the place. Mm. Um, and there is the possibility for multiple playthroughs to a certain degree. Um, obviously, you can change characters, so you can experience it from the other person's point of view. But as it's always split screen, you're always sort of yeah. seeing that anyway, so that isn't a big draw. Uh, the bigger point is that there are multiple parts where you have to make choices. Um, so at one point in the game, I, I won't spoil it too much, um, there's a choice of jumping out of a plane uh, mm. or landing the plane um, and you'll decide what you want to do um, or there's like a barn at one point and it's like do we go in and just bust this house up or do we let some horses out as a distraction and yeah. you vote on it and once you you both have to agree on something you do it uh, and it's always Leo's way or Vincent's way <laughs> um, and so there would be different things that will happen um, and certainly two different endings based on some choices later in the game um, that will make it interesting to play through again. But in all honesty, you could probably just watch a few bits on YouTube just to see the yeah. ending um, because it's probably not different enough for long enough to merit another playthrough. But, yeah. you know, it might be like Portal 2. You know, people replay that all the time. It's the same every time. So yeah. maybe at some point in the future when you've, you know, it's been a while since you've played it and you just fancy another run through with a different friend, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, could, I could see exactly. that, but yeah. Um, so just to wrap this up, I'll, I'll sort of describe a specific puzzle so you can sort of see how this works. Um, so which one shall I do? Uh, there was a great one that's just such a cliche. Uh, and as soon as we saw it, we were like, oh, Jesus, no, you're not going to make us do that, really. Uh, which was we had to uh, steal something from somewhere. Oh, we need to get some blankets, I think it was. Ah, uh, yeah, sheets. yeah. Uh, and to do that, we had to work in the laundry for a bit. And then John had to hide in a laundry <laughs> cart while <laughs> I pushed him along. Um, and then he had to hide under some sheets while they checked it for security. And then he was able to run around and steal a key. And I had to like distract someone by, uh, I think I chucked like a paint can in a washing machine. So it broke. Mm. And then they had to come over <laughs> and look at it, which distracted the guard. Um, and so it's a lot of fairly tense moments of distractions yeah, uh, where you are constantly doing something so that the other person can do something else. Um, there are lots of other varied bits and pieces like shooting and driving and all kinds of other stuff once you escape the prison. Um, it's pretty important to note that the story does not end with you escaping the prison. That's yeah, That happens fairly early on. So uh, th there's a lot more to it than just the prison. Uh, but that's like the basics of it, really. I mean, it's just a, a, a fun little co-op adventure with the difference. I mean, the, the key draw, I guess, is that you can constantly see what the other person is doing because it's split screen, yeah. even when you're online, which is uh, it's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> um, so let's move on to our likes and dislikes, as we always do. Uh, why don't you start us off, John, with a like? Yeah, so ultimately this is a, a story-driven game. It's, it's, you know, maybe a little bit 
walking simulator interactive movie you could some people are saying online but the story itself is it's fun i'm not going to say it's uh super novel or unique or or any uh no. you know it's it's not quite as kind of magical as tale of two sons but it's a good story and it's really fun to get into the characters and how they interact together they they play off each other pretty well and when you make a decision that's leo's or vincent's quite often the other one gives you the disapproving look or then you know when you do one of them and it goes a little bit wrong the other guy's going oh come i told you i fucking told you not to do this <laughs> so it's quite fun to to see them interact together especially because you you get into character so i mean we stuck with the same characters the whole way through and i like that because you yeah. could you got to kind of yeah, you got in character to some degree, and that was good. And I love the way they played off each other. So. And the voice acting was really good too, because it's fully mm. voice acted, um, and they did a really good job with it. And like the, uh, just the, the look of the thing is really good too. Yeah. Like the facial animations, because obviously in a story like this, you're going to have a lot of close-ups of faces and that. And it was very like, decent motion capture, I imagine. Yeah, um, I mean, Leo is actually based on Josef Fredes' brother. And I think he not only... You know, not only is the does the mesh look just like him, I think he presumably did all of the the acting as well behind it. So, huh. uh, wow. So yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> um, my first like would probably be the last hour of the game, um, which was I, I loved it. I mean, we're going to get onto this later on, but uh, during the YouTube video, we sort of said, oh, "What would you rate it?" And you said eh, between a three and a four out of five. And I said four out of five, but that ending bumped up to a five out of five for me. <laughs> like it was uh, really, really, really good. It's worth, like if, if you're not enjoying it that much, if you're like, eh, it's all right. I don't know if I'll bother finishing it. Do. Yeah. Do finish it because it, uh, the ending is great. Um, yeah. So I really enjoyed that. And really, I mean, I just enjoyed the, much like with Brothers A Tale of Two Sons. Um, I really enjoyed the like, cinematography of it. Like you can see that the guy has come from like a cinema background because everything yeah. like the camera angles, the lighting, everything about it is perfectly placed. Um, so like one of the very, very early things that you do is you're uh, working on a, a roof. You're like tarring the roof um, yeah. and one of you is running away and the angles are always just perfect. So while one of you is there doing it, you can actually see the other guy scurrying along the background and obviously he can look down and see you. But it's just perfect the way it just seamlessly rotates around. And like later on, there's like car chases and you get like slow motion jumps and stuff that are timed <laughs> just right. It's uh, really, really clever stuff in a, in a lot of ways. Um, so from an artistic point of view, I enjoy it a lot as well. Yeah. It was, uh, I liked it. And like you say, I think there's maybe a bit of a lag in the middle, but push through it because it definitely picks up at the end. <laughs> So I, I thought it was actually pretty clever the way that you never really did the same thing. Uh, maybe I'm not going to say twice in the game, but you didn't do the same thing over and over. I mean, let's look at a lot of the big games that you play nowadays, like Tomb Raider or something. You're onto an arena area, you do a bit of searching, you stealth around, kill a few guys, then you get noticed and it goes into the combat. And, and you kind of rinse and repeat. Don't get me wrong, I really like the latest Tomb Raider game and they did mix it up quite a bit with all the, the weapons and abilities you get. But you, you do essentially do a lot of the same thing over and over again uh but in well, you know any assassin's creed game which has been doing yeah. that formula for the last 12 years <laughs> <laughs> but the great thing about this is you do a lot of different things throughout your run through so there's a, a section where you're doing stealth things there's a section where you've got some timing puzzles 
like you were saying, back and forth between you and I. There might be a section where you're driving down a road. There's a section where you have to get the guns out. A couple of sections like that, but they, they mix it up. Some are longer range, some are up close. A bit where you do some melee combat. It's nice. You don't do anything too long. They haven't drawn it out and gone, ah, oh, let's just make this combat sequence three hours long to pad the game length. It's like, no, nope. yeah. if it doesn't really enter the narrative, get through the bit, have your fun and move on. And I, I respect that. Let's not have a 15 hour game for the sake of it. Let's just have a good six hour experience that you can enjoy. No, uh, agreed. I mean, it's also how uh, if you're not enjoying a certain bit, you know it's going to be over in five minutes time because it is just literally one piece after another. There's, as yeah. you say, there's never a bit where you're like, Phew, this is going to take ages. Um, like towards the end, I thought like one of the ending parts was going to be like half an hour in a location doing something. And I was like, Ugh, I'm not really looking forward to that. Mm. Um, but then it wasn't. It was like, nope, that was 10 minutes. <laughs> On we go. Next. Um, yeah. So it's fairly fast paced between, and there's a huge amount of environments as well. Um, yeah. You know, everything from like a big city hospital that you run around. And there's like a small little trailer park. There's the um, building site as well. Building site. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many hilarious bits in this game. Um, I was just thinking of one earlier. Oh, I can't remember what it was now. No, I mentioned <laughs> it, obviously. Um, it'll come to me, but there's some great little... Oh, I remember what it was. It's when we're doing the um, uh, sheet thing and getting rid of the cards. Mm. The NPCs are all so varied and all have a funny story or some text, <laughs> which she's not expecting. And you're like, oh, hey, so... Uh, why, why are you so happy? Everyone else looks miserable. Why are you so happy? He's like, I'm getting out tomorrow. They're like, oh... <laughs> great uh what, what what are you gonna do gonna go to a strip club <laughs> right okay and then what gonna keep going every day <laughs> every day a different strip club and like you get like choices that you can answer to and you chose that's probably not a good way to live your life and he's like beats being in here <laughs> true that true and sometimes people are just ridiculously overly aggressive like you went up to someone and went uh can i uh, just ask you about that hammer it's like well, I'm in the middle of something. And you're like, oh, okay, sorry, I won't disturb you. Well, we're past that now, aren't we? <laughs> so uh, loads of fun stuff. I mean, you're right with the activities. We talked about the mini games already, but yeah. it really does. It kind of feels like a uh, like a Mario Party experience <laughs> of just like little little vignettes that you go through and little puzzles you could play if you want to. Very, very I thought they were cool because they were quite often competitive too. So it was not just doing, going and doing something for the fun of it. You would compete with each other. Who can get the highest score on the dartboard? Who can some of the arcade get like the arcade machine was literally a versus game. So who can get the X points the quickest? And it's great because they're like talking while you do it. It's like, ah, oh, you're, yeah. you're never going to throw that dart. You're never going to do it. It's like, oh, I got something in my eye when I threw that one. <laughs> it's like, they're constantly like bullshitting whilst we yeah. were doing it ourselves playing. It's uh, a lot of fun. I mean, I, I really liked the little things in this game. So there's so much that shouldn't need mentioning, but is worth mentioning. So things like we didn't have a single network issue. There was never yeah. any lag, no problems at all, which is good. It's obviously what you want. Um, ultra wide support that I wasn't expecting. Mm, so yeah. it worked perfectly on a 21.9 monitor. You still get a split screen down the middle or horizontally, however it works. Um, but the full pixel count was used. Um, really, really nice that you only need one copy of the game and the other person gets to play mm. it for free. I mean, yeah, they could easily good. not have done that. 
they could have charged, you know, how much was the game? Is it about 20 quid? Oh, you won't know. You didn't buy it. <laughs> I think <laughs> I it was think about it was 20 pounds. 300 so crowns in Sweden, which will work out to be about 20 to 25 pounds. I have a feeling it was 22. Mm. I can't remember though. Um, but I mean, you know, that's not a bad price for a, you know, a game of this caliber. It's not like it's a 40 pound game. Um, no. And I think if they, like, one option could have been, oh, let's sell it for roughly half that and get everyone to buy it. But then, you have to kind of convince two people to make the purchasing decision then. Whereas if you just make one out of two people buy it, then they get their friends to play it. I think that's actually a clever decision, you know. But they could easily have also gone, well, it's 30 quid, but another person gets it for free. And yeah. they didn't do that either. So they priced it incredibly keenly, I think. Mm. Yeah. Especially bearing in mind this is EA we're talking about. EA funded <laughs> and pushed this game. They're not the kind of people you expect to make a sensible decision around pricing there's no in-app purchases no loot boxes none of that shit it's literally just 22 quid and you get two copies of the game that you can play this narrative game through incredible yeah yeah um one of the things you said earlier about uh, repetition um there's a section where we had to climb up an elevator shaft which Mm. was quite difficult timing due to some audio lag that i haven't compensated for on skype <laughs> and i thought i was doing it right but i was doing it horrendously wrong um and we got to the top and then they're like oh yeah we need to go down and get something we need to climb back up again and we're like oh this is yeah. gonna be bullshit to pad it and then it was just a cut scene and then they were there again it's like oh yeah we don't have to do that again whereas other games would make you do it multiple times so just to fill the time so i thought that was really good that was yeah a really good plus and a few bits like that there was very rare that we saw the same area twice yeah so uh yeah, good. Anyway, uh, moving on to the dislikes. Uh, what's your first one? So just to build on what you said a little bit earlier, really, about, yes, there are options for multiple playthroughs where you maybe tackle a scenario in a slightly different way, but the game itself is incredibly linear. Uh, it could, like I said earlier, you wouldn't be, I wouldn't be too upset if you were to say it's more of an interactive movie with bits that you play through. Because a lot yeah, of it is running through fair. and pushing X or pushing A, whatever the whatever the button is. Oh, go through the next bit, push the button, maybe at the same time, because it needs two of us to open the door. Yeah. And then you move through an area, watch a bit of cutscene and do it all again. So there are you know, there are some periods of the game where you don't do an awful mu- like an awful large amount. I still enjoyed those bits, but just you know, you just go linearly through a lot of the game until you explore a little area, play with all the stuff, and then you move on to the next scene. So there isn't a huge amount of uh, ability to modify the the direction of the game so no i mean it is yeah it, it, it's basically a game of quick time events yeah it's, yeah that, that, that's what it is um trying to think of what the a single player equivalent would be of this game I'm trying to think what a good example i mean something like yeah. firewatch is probably a i mean firewatch is what you think when you say walking simulator but it's a little bit more firewatch is a bit more I don't want to say open because, I mean, less stuff happens in it, but it's a bit more uh, exploratory. Yeah, I mean, you're guided to where you need to go. Mm. That's where it's going to progress, but you can go anywhere. Whereas in this, you are pretty much limited to the corridor you're in, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult to choose something that uh, matches it single-player-wise. I mean, in terms of my dislike, I mean, the the driving controls Mm. were pretty... (laughs) They're a little bit ropey. There's a few ropey control schemes... Um, I mean, just like uh, the keyboard controls themselves, I played it entirely on the keyboard. They're all right, yeah. but it's not brilliant. It's, There's a bit uh, where you have to turn a spanner right and you're pushing four keys on the keyboard in a really weird order. 
<laughs> yeah, so it's obviously been designed for a controller where you have to rotate the thumbstick round and round and round as if you're turning a screwdriver, which is cool. Mm. And then they've gone, yeah. oh, shit, how's this going to work on PC? <laughs> and so you literally press WDSA, 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 yeah. WDSA, which is, it was kind of cool. <laughs> it was funny. But um, yeah, and a, a few bits we have to like mash a button really quickly, which is not fun. <laughs> yeah, and I think this is a consequence of the game having so many things you don't do that much of, right? If it's a game about driving, then someone's going to spend a lot of time really nailing down those driving mechanics. But when you've only got a 10-minute sequence maybe of driving, you're not necessarily going to spend months and months trying to make that the controls perfect because it's just about moving the story on, really. But that means that some of... I, I did feel like a couple of bits were just a bit janky. Not, not yeah. horrifically bad, but there's one or two bits where you think... Yeah, that could be better. This didn't move great. I mean, the driving was the one of the bits where I specifically <laughs> thought that. You're like, eh. <laughs> I thought the comeback wasn't too bad. I mean, the comeback wasn't brilliant, but it's not. No, it was more than I expected. Like I was yeah. not expecting to be able to have a gun, uh, or to be able to choose a gun at a certain point. You get like a choice of them that you get to choose from. Yeah, um, and then that choice to carry through for a little while, and then you'll be able to actually, you know, shoot shit up. You can cover. You can shoot over cover. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Um, mm. I think that's just because my expectations were low. Because I was like, this is <laughs> it's not a combat cool. game, so it's just going to no. be tacked on. But no, so the combat was actually all right. Yeah. But the, the driving, I agree, especially yeah. <laughs> especially towards the end when it's just like, oh, it just crashed into a rock. Never mind. Let's just get you <laughs> over that because you need to be in sync for later. Um, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, any other dislikes? More just the consequence of the linear linear nature of the story, I guess, really. But it doesn't really have much replay value. I mean, maybe you could play it with someone else just for the fun of sharing it with them. But I think if you're going to play it through with the same person again, you're, you're just going to be playing the same game again. I don't think there's a huge <laughs> amount of replay value. I'm not sure if they needed... You, know, you just need to know that fact going in, I think. I mean, maybe they could have added... I don't know, it all would have seemed a bit tacked on, I think, anyway, so it probably wouldn't even be worth them doing. Like some games add a different mode where, oh, you get to go to the firing range or something, you just shoot, and you're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really worth it? Because, I mean, you're buying it to play the game, so I don't necessarily blame them for not adding more, but maybe it would have been cool if there were a, a few points at which you could make some bigger decisions that would have some impact for the rest of the game, not necessarily changing the places you go to, but maybe something which had a you know slightly bigger impact. Maybe if they had four or eight endings instead of two. Uh, but I also understand that Hazelight's a really small studio, so you know when you start doing that, you start ramping the cost up. Then the game has to cost forty quid, and then maybe you don't want to pay forty quid for a six-hour card game. So because a lot not, of people aren't about multiple endings. It's like, yeah, eh. it's difficult. It's, it's not difficult something balance. to hold against them, but I think it's just it's good to know going in that you're probably going to play it once. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's definitely fair. Um, my only other dislike is that I think the story has its ups and downs, is the best mm. way I could put it. Um, in terms of tropes, it is chock full of them. Like, <laughs> whatever you imagine a 1970s prison to be like, it'll be in here. Everything. Yeah is exactly as you would stereotype it. Um, <laughs> be that the uh, escape through like the sheets and the washing machine and all that nonsense. Uh, it's just so many bits. It's just like, 
have a feeling I know what's going to happen here. Like it's so, yeah. like, the story is fairly obvious most of the time. There are a few bits that aren't so obvious and yeah. little turns and stuff that are really interesting. Um, and the characters, as you get to know them, you get a lot more backstory. You get to see people from their past. Um, it is really interesting. Um, but especially the early part, the prison <laughs> is incredibly just like, you could just watch Schindler's List and, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, that's basically what that, that is. The, this game is the, the first two hours or so. Uh, <laughs> um, and the middle, I mean, it, it lags a little bit because the pace, obviously the first bit you've got, you know, a clear goal, escape. Um, and then it lags a little bit while you build up to the next thing that you're going to yeah. do. Um, so there is a little, it's a little bit weird, um, but definitely keep playing through because the ending is well, well worth the journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the journey's good too, you know, so much to see. Um, <clears throat> all right, before we wrap up, have you got any final comments? Yeah, it's a it's a minor thing, but I just wanted to mention that I was playing on the, the quote-unquote trial version because you bought the game, so maybe it wouldn't have been the same for you, but every single time we started, we got in the game and I had to click invert Y in the settings again. So you'll see that at the beginning of every Shy Guys video because <laughs> it seemed to forget that setting. So. Um, Maybe there's a few other things like that too if you're playing on. Maybe it was just because I was on the trial mode and it, it was trying to not let me save anything, etc. because I'm just on the trial. But uh, I think it's just, yeah, worth mentioning if you're going to play it, just change that before you log on, not after every time. Worth mentioning, actually, because it is specifically a trial mode. So can you play a certain yeah. amount of the game for free with two people? Like, can you play like the first mm. chapter or something for free as a trial? Because that's what it I would suggests. assume that you could actually, yeah. Now you now you mention it because we we just jumped in and bought it because we were pretty hyped to see another game by Fares. But I think you could be right that you can actually. I'm assuming play. it must be just to like show that it works and make sure that your computer is yeah. powerful enough to play and all the rest of it. Not that I mean, imagine it plays on most things. Um, Maybe just that the, was the a... name of it, the phrasing of it. If, if it's called trial mode, it's not called like. The free like second player copy or anything like that it's specifically trial mode so anyway whilst john looks that up uh would we play it again and would we recommend it um i'll start off because he's obviously deep in thought looking <laughs> an answer to the question i've just posed to him um i would probably not play it again because i already know what's going to happen in the story and that's the main draw of the game so Whilst I could play it with someone else, I don't think I would enjoy it as much. I think if, you know, a year passed, then I might do that. I might enjoy it. Mm. Um, sort of thing that might be really fun as a local co-op experience, um, just because I think it'd be a lot more entertaining being with someone in the same room when some of the things happen to your characters as you yeah. go through. Um, but would I recommend it? Absolutely. I think it's one of the really, really interesting co-op games because it is a true co-op only experience and it's kind of interesting that Ferez has gone from making a <laughs> single player co-op game that you can only play with one person but you have a different character with each thumbstick to then making a game that is only co-op there's no yeah. single player at all and you need super weird game <laughs> so it's I'm, I'm intrigued what he's going to do for his third game <laughs> A four-player game that you have to play with two people, each playing two players. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> uh, so would you play it again? Would you recommend it, John? 
I have the same dilemma as you had, really. I mean, it's it's hard to say I've played again because I've played it now. And I've, I've seen yeah. the story. And I thought Brothers, for instance, was utterly amazing. But would I play that again? Maybe I would. But again, it would have to be a significant time, time since I played it the first time. Yeah. And I think, I mean, let's be honest. I'm not saying that I wouldn't because I don't like it, but we're probably not going to play it again. We have other things to play. And the joy of seeing a story through is... is and discovering the story, and we've done that now, so probably not going to play it again. But if you were trapped I... in a zombie apocalypse and you were in a bunker and there was no internet, no new games coming, you only had what was already on your hard drive, you wouldn't feel bad about playing it again. No, you play it every every six months in that scenario. I think you know <laughs> until the food um, ran out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but would I recommend it? Yes, I would. Uh, it's a it's a really good co op game. I wouldn't. I, I preferred Brothers, Tale of Two Sons, so it's hard for me to give it the absolute maximum recommendation, but I definitely recommend it. It was a, I enjoyed the story, cliched as it was. Yeah. I thought it was fun to play through. It was just, it was charming to see the characters interact and uh, the last hour, really good. There we go. So that was a way out. And now we're going to find a way out of this podcast as we say thank you very much for listening. And you can go to connectingtohost.co.uk to see more episodes. Uh, previous games we've reviewed have been Sea of Thieves, Necropolis, We Were Here Too, Invisigun Heroes. Uh, so it's quite a lot to, to get out there. I think there's about 30, 40 episodes This is episode now. 41. Wow, 41. So there's another 40 that you can go and listen to right now. Exciting. Um, you can also go to shyguys.io, which is our gaming website, uh, where you can see reviews and articles. Uh, we do a weekly uh, roundup of all the gaming news you may have missed. And our YouTube channel, where we play lots of different games, uh, most of them single player, but a couple of co-op ones as well. Um, and you can watch John play them while I get drunk and criticize him. So that's <laughs> fun too. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or any of our other ones, or you want to suggest a game for us to play, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at CTHCast. Um, yeah, just tell us what you'd like us to play next and we'll give it a try. And we also give away some games there sometimes as well. So well worth checking out. And finally, please leave an iTunes review if you enjoyed this. And if you did not, then don't. But thank you very much for listening. And we hope you'll join us again next time when we still probably won't be... Re- Reviewing Shadow Warrior 2.